Welcome to The Light Within, a podcast for anyone seeking to rewrite their life, live in their light, and align with their soul's highest purpose. I'm Leslie Draffin. Join me as we explore spirituality, sexuality, wellness, and the magical world around us. Hello, beautiful beings, and thank you so much for joining me for this episode of The Light Within. I am so excited to have with us today alignment coach Petia Kolibova. We are talking all about manifesting abundance, abundance blocks, healing your money mindset, tools for female business owners, and how to date your money. This is a juicy, juicy conversation, and I am so excited for you to hear it. I felt like I really needed the codes in this episode, and I feel like maybe you do too. I just love how vibrant and lit up Petia is about manifesting and getting an alignment, and she just makes it seem so doable. So, Without further ado, please join me in welcoming Petia Kolobova to the Light Within podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. So excited to be here with you. So the first question I love to ask everybody on the show is what ignites your light within? It's such a beautiful question. And the first thing that comes to me, it's really love. You know, it, it can seem like too cheesy, but when I think about it, what really lights up the light in me, it's love for nature, love for my family, love for life, myself, you know, my husband. So I feel that it's the love when we allow ourselves to feel it and to be in it. Mm, I love that. So for those folks who are listening and might not be familiar with you, can you introduce yourself and the work that you do? Absolutely. So my name is Petya Kolibova and I am an alignment coach. I help women to align with their vision so they can really be magnetic in their personal and professional life because the women that I work with, they have the desire to be helping and impacting others and they're still going through their own healing journey and, you know, unpacking and it's a lifelong journey. I was just talking with my husband this morning. I'm like, oh my gosh, it feels like you're better. And then there's another layer another layer. So I'm here just to be a guide and mirror for women to remind them of their divinity and of their power and of their purpose and to be really aligned with their truth. That's hence for the alignment coach. Absolutely. And so what types of things have you had to journey through and heal in yourself in order for you to then help others heal? Because I'm sure it's been a process for you as well, right? I'm like, do we have 10 hours to talk about all the things? <laughs> but to make it short, you know, I when I look back at my journey, like all the things that I walk through are the things that now made me really more nurturing and compassionate, like, you know, being physically abused at home when I was growing up by my stepfather, eating disorder, harming my body, toxic relationships, attempt of suicide, mm. and, you know, just really feeling unworthy and unlovable and feeling that I don't matter. Um, and I was sharing, you know, um, yesterday with uh, my best friend, and I'm still working on that feeling of like, am I special, right? Mm. Like each and every one of us, we have something that we are still working on. So it's not like, Hey ladies, I have arrived. I am there sitting on my cloud and everything. It's, you know, butterflies, rainbows and unicorns and come to join me. Uh, my life, it's pretty amazing, you know, compared to, I shouldn't be here. You know, when I look back in my life, I'm coming from very small town in Czech Republic. We weren't even looking with my husband at the map. So I lived in a town that had like 
30,000 people move into the town that had, I think, think it was like 1200 people at a time. So like 1200. Yeah. And like my future, if I would be following the steps, what was expected from me was go to the school, go to another school, find yourself a husband, get pregnant, get drunk every day and every weekend just to numb because you're really hating how your husband is treating you. Mm. And it's not for everyone. Of course, it's not. It's not like I'm living in a hell, right? But that was kind of the environment and what I've been noticing in my family, in my friends, in the people being small-minded, comparing, a um, lot of competition. And so if I would stay there, I would probably be making the tent of what I'm doing now or even less. Mm -hmm. And I would be miserable. And I know that, you know, because there is this saying like, bloom where you have been planted. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's really nice. And we're not, you know, we're not tree. Like Jim Ron, he said, if you don't like where you are, move, you're not mm -hmm. tree. And that's something that we really have to give ourselves permission, you know? So going through all of these phases of my life, I didn't awake into who I really am. And even just like asking myself who I am, what do I want? What do I need? Mm -hmm. I was always people pleasing and nurturing others and taking care of everyone else but me and but my needs. So it wasn't just like around my 30s up until when I was almost 30, you know, and uh, so it's fascinating to look at the journey and to see women who are, you know, even younger and starting to awaken younger into like, I know I'm meant for more. I don't know what that more is, but it's not going to nine to five. It's not going to be feeling like a slave. And listen, if you're a nine to five, that really lights you up, stay there. We yeah. need some employees. Come on. <laughs> right. But it gets to really light you up. So I feel like it's so important. And that's what made me so relatable, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm authentic. I, I, I'm not saying I'm there. I'm not saying that there is nothing else for me to evolve, to grow, learn, even acquire, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I feel like women can really, really connect with. Mm. And so you do a lot of work with helping people, women specifically, uh, work on their money mindset, heal these abundance blocks. So let's start with that. Let's talk about manifesting abundance. It is such a huge catchphrase right now. Both words, right? Like manifestations, a huge thing all over the internet. Abundance, a huge thing all over the internet. Um, what do you feel like it really means to be abundant. I love that you're asking this way, because like you said, it can be just an empty catchphrase just to draw your attention. But I feel like what it really means abundance, it's living in alignment with who you really are and your truth, because what's abundance to me might not be for you. For me, it is to living in a beautiful tropical location and having the freedom to do whatever I want, whenever I want, because there are days that I don't want to be adulting. I cannot imagine to go back to the office and waking up at 6 a.m., you know, and be in commute. And it, it just doesn't feel good to me. So abundance, it's for me waking up in the morning with no alarm, being mm -hmm. able to eat whatever I want, whenever I want, having lunches with my husband, because we're both entrepreneurs. So we sit down to our meals and we bless our food. And it's just beautiful because it doesn't matter if it's Monday or Friday, you know, I don't have that. Oh, I'm living for a weekend. So mm -hmm. that's what true abundance is to me. 
And then everything else, it's extra, like, you know, being in a beautiful home, having a nice car, um, creating multiple five-figure months income, you know, all those things came to me because I loved what was. So often women come to me and they're like, I am single and I hate it. I'm in a job and I hate it. And I'm in a body that I hate. I'm like, well, more of that is coming. Mm -hmm. You know, more of that is coming until you really find the peace and positivity into what is. And also remembering that everything is temporary, whether we like it or not, everything is temporary. Mm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That was something that I had to learn when I was going through my divorce in my late twenties, my therapist told me that exact thing, like get comfortable with the uncomfortable knowing that everything changes. Um, so yes, I love that message. And I love that you say you have to be okay with where you are, like where you are now. If you hate it now, it's kind of bringing in that vibration of like lower frequency. And you're not really going to bring anything good into your life when you're, you know, always feeling like shit. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, and like I said, you cannot get there from, from where you are right now. You know, you cannot be complaining. It's like, you know, the saying, like you cannot plant potatoes and expecting that raspberries will be there. Right. <laughs> like, what are you planting? You know, like when you squeeze the orange, what will come out? Orange it's not juice, going to yeah. come out like apple juice right. or, you know, raspberry juice, whatever fancy. Um, whatever it's inside of you will come out when we're squeezed, when we're pushed, it will come out. So if you're feeling really negative, if you're hating what is, that's what will manifest different places, different faces in your life. But it's just the love of vibration, the energy you're sending out there will come back to you because you're energetic match to it. And we don't have to be woo woo. This is a quantum physics. This is science, you know, like, whatever you're focusing on, you will start attracting because your brain will start paying attention to that. Mm. And so how do we get out of the low vibration? How do we really force ourselves to stop thinking about the crap, right? Like, and I love that you mentioned things like that I've also experienced within myself, like eating disorders, hating my body. Like how do you change the way you're feeling in order to start feel better? One thing that I want to point out, Leslie, that you say, how do you force yourself? We don't. Mm. And it's funny, you know, because I know you didn't meant it this way, but it came out. And right. I know a lot of people who are listening right now, that's exactly what they are doing. So that's why it came out for them. How do you force yourself? How do you push yourself? How do you convince yourself? You don't. You get to allow yourself to soften up. You get to allow yourself to flow instead of force, you know? So it's really in bringing a little bit of those feminine qualities because so often we all, women, men, we all have the feminine and masculine energy, right? In today's world, as women, we are stepping into so much masculine energy because we're not feeling safe. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the healthy masculine, it's provider, it's protector. So very often when we were growing up and even as teenager, even if you had the best parents ever, think about high school, think about your first job when you didn't feel safe, when you didn't feel safe with your body, with expressing yourself, there were times you didn't feel safe. So we build up the walls, we step into the masculine and we just start like protecting ourselves mm -hmm. to be safe and we harden up. But it's through that softness, it's through the softness, it's through that allowing versus forcing that you can create something even better. So for me at the beginning, it was a very small steps, you know, like 
how did I do that? I started to allowing myself to be with myself. I started to allow myself to do things that light me me up, mm-hmm. not what other people are expecting from me, you know? So I really had to allow myself to be present and I go to the nature. I started to read books. I spent more time without technology than with, mm-hmm. which is super important nowadays, you know, because we are so glued into our phones and thank God for technology because it makes our life so much easier. But we also have to remember that it's the softness. So asking yourself, what do I need right now? Mm-hmm. How can I soften? How can I allow? So versus forcing things to happen in your life and changing things. Well, what can you allow in your life? What can you allow yourself to feel and to be? And that is what's going to really create the change and shift in your mindset. I remember my favorite quote from Dr. Wayne Dyer. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Mm. So nothing around me changed when I was in corporate, nothing around me changed when I was in toxic relationship, those things, those people, those situations were the same. I changed. Mm. I changed how I was looking at those things. And that's why I was able to change my life and change, you know, what is happening in my life. I love it. Oh my gosh. Yes. All of that. And I love how you were talking about, you know, the, the healthy masculine, because I do feel like there are so many women who are living in masculine and it's probably the wounded masculine, because that's what we really, like you were saying, what we see so much of. And so since you do work so often with these female entrepreneurs, these female business owners, how do you find them? um, Do you find them very receptive to this idea that uh, moving into the feminine will actually help them in their business? Like, or is that something that's so mundane, like so far into them that they're like, they're what, what, like, how do they receive that information? You know, at the beginning, it's, it's so fascinating, you know, and, and I love that you're asking that because at the beginning, it's like, they hire me and they're like, what do I do? What do I do? What is my list? What is the next thing? What is like, we do our call, you know, because I have two coaching calls a month with my clients and then, you know, they have unlimited access to me in a boxer, but they always have their like priority list, you know, what, what's to like create before we meet again. So they're Mm -hmm. always something, right. But let's say two days later, you're like, Oh, I done the questionnaire. I done the workbook, whatever, whatever. What do I do now? I'm like, relax. breathe and they have this fear of missing out like this urge like I have to be doing I have to be performing I have to be like I have to make this worth it right Mm -hmm. so it's it's beautiful to be energetically invest but I help them soften up and ease up and it's challenging for them I think for many of the women would be easier if I give them like never-ending to-do list so they feel frustrated and overwhelmed because that's what they are used to versus like okay like when did you meditate it last time when did you like create the pleasure and joy in your life with whatever it is whether it's self whether it's dancing whether it's you know like having a nice meal with yourself and not just you know, eating it quickly in front of your computer. Like when is the last time you created joy for yourself? When is the last time you disconnected from your phone? Because if my clients are like my phone, it's 24 hours. Do not disturb. You know, like I have my favorites that they can call me like my husband, you know, my spiritual wife, but 
No one else can really get to me. It's on my terms. I look at my Voxer. I look at my Instagram on my own terms, on my emails. Because if not, then I'm just reacting to the world. So when I see my clients messaging me at 10, 11 p.m., something is not working. And, and, you know, like, I don't care. I am always there with them. So when I am on my you know phone, I will reply to them, mm-hmm. but at 10, 11 PM, you should not have technology in your hands. And there can be like, sometimes there's like a pressing, something happened. They want to share it just to like, get it out. I get it. But it's like nine out of 10 of the times it's not that right. Yeah. So creating the spaces for yourself, it's so important. So I help them soften up, slow down. And they realize that with that softening, they are more productive. They're more aligned energetically with their body. And uh, it's beautiful. So yeah, it's, it's, it's more of a struggle. Yeah. I feel that too. As a menstrual cycle coach, I have the exact same thing happen with clients as well. And I think a lot of people, women specifically, we sometimes worry that, you know, we're going to be judged against men in this very masculine patriarchal world. So we have to work double time to keep up. Like I've really had that mentality in myself and the other people that I work with. Um, and I work in a very stressful industry, you know, my full-time job. And it's like, how do you tell those women that you work with? Like, you'll get all of this done and you'll be so much happier when you stop stressing and you stop worrying. Do Mm -hmm. you feel that they also come to you with like this whole, comparison mindset or this worry that like, I won't measure up because of X, Y, Z, because of the fact that the world's set up to be so masculine minded. I love that question. And it's funny because last week I started to read a book. Um, I think it's called in the flow and it's about like the energy, the hormonal energy and cyclical energy of women. So We live in, in circadian rhythm, right? The 24 hours, but that's for men. That works for men. And when I started to read the book and looking at the difference between me and my husband, I it started to like click because he loves going to the gym six days a week. I used to do that when I was fitness competitor. And also I lost my cycle. I didn't have a period for like seven months. And, you know, like there was just so many things that like I didn't even like pay attention to, you know, younger me. Yeah. But now when I see that, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Because as women, we work in 28 day cycle. So we get to work with the 24 hour cycle because the circadian rhythms, right? Like how our melatonin, it's, it's built and created. When do we have more energy and all these things? But as women, we are trying to function in the 24 hour cycle and it doesn't work for us. There are weeks that we are on fire and we can do 10 times more. And there are weeks that we get to soften up and not go to the gym and give ourselves some rest and relaxation and then we are laying in bed and we're cursing on our periods because your man it's the flying right so um yeah i I love that you're bringing it up because yes we are comparing ourselves not only with other women right which is Mm -hmm. like hello social media and reality checks yeah but also with men whether it's your you know brother father husband lover you know friend co-worker boss like we look at them i'm like oh my gosh like they don't have to do this they have more energy and all that you gotta step back you gotta step back and go back to you you know like when you're comparing yourself you're in your head that's what's happening. You're in your head and our head, it's not here to guide us. Our head is here to help us dream, to have an ideas, but not to guide us. What is here to guide us 
it's our body. It's our intuition. A couple of years ago, I, I um, started to study human design and I am just so devoted to learning it because it's so life-changing. It gave me so much peace and clarity. It's like, oh, there's actually nothing wrong with me. And I'm not lazy when I want to take a nap or when I don't want to be working, you know, like when you have your own business and so many women I work with, they're working full time and have a, you know, business and taking care of others. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, what's wrong with me when I want to rest? Nothing is wrong with you nothing is wrong with you. It's coming back to yourself, coming back to your truth, coming back and reconnecting to your body. As a woman, we see our body in a, in a line of comparing and guilt and shame and what it should look like, what it should be like, instead of remembering that we are perfectly made for our purpose. The way you are, the way you look, the way you express yourself, you're perfectly made for your purpose. And it's so important for every single woman to hear it and remember it. The way you are, the way you look, the way you speak, the way you experience the world, it's exactly created so you can live your purpose when you allow yourself to. Mm. Oh my gosh, that is beautiful. Beautiful. So let's talk about abundance blocks. I know we've talked a lot about like comparison, competition, what do you feel are some of the biggest blocks to abundance that you do have to help women specifically move through in order to manifest these lives that they, they really desire? Mm -hmm. So I mentioned a couple of them, you know, like it's the guilt, it's the shame, it's the unworthiness, like feeling unworthy, feeling that there is something wrong with them, feeling that they're not enough. And I really help them to shed the light on that and choose differently, you know, start changing the energy and bring in more energy of joy of pleasure, of gratitude, of celebration. Celebration is huge. Like the energy of celebration. Every time I start the coaching calls with my clients, I ask them, what's working? What can we celebrate? What do you want to share with me? What you are excited about? Mm -hmm. Because it's so easy to complain. Yeah. Right. Comment. This is not working. This didn't happen. This is different than I thought. And we get to really remember to come back to ourselves and come back to those higher energy and higher vibration because the guilt, the shame, um, you know, the unworthiness, those are like one of the biggest ones that are going to block you because if you're really feeling worthy, nothing can really stop you. Hmm. Nothing because we are so used to Leslie to outsource our worthiness and getting validated from others, outsourcing our happiness. And as long as you do that, as long as you're relying on the, on the things and people outside of you versus relying on yourself and source, whatever you believe, I don't care, universe, source, Buddha, you know, God, whatever. There is something bigger than us. We, we cannot be foolish and think like we're the biggest creatures here in the planet, right? Right. So surrender, it's a huge one, really surrendering to believing that there is something bigger than us that is guiding us. Because when you wake up in the morning, you don't have to be controlling the sun. You don't freak out. Like, will there be an air if I open the window or am I going to like choke myself because outside will be no air and there will be no sun and I will freeze. You don't, right? You're taken care of. So when you can soften up and bring up the energy of joy and gratitude and celebration, I know it sounds easy, but are you doing the easy stuff? 
you're not, you know, most of us, and I'm not like pointing at you, Leslie, but like with the <laughs> listeners, it's just so easy to think about like, oh, I need to sign up for another course, another mentor, another podcast. All those things are going to make your uh, way faster, mm-hmm. right? But that's not it. If you always rely on the outside and don't trust yourself, it depends, you know, why you're choosing the things you're choosing. Is it from ego or is it from your soul? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yes. How do you know, which is which, like, how do you know it's ego versus how do you know it's soul? Love that question. And it <laughs> took a decade to really figure it out because the ego is the, the want and it's the right now. And it's the, you care about what other people will think, you know, how it will look like, but your soul it's, it feels good to you inside. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to prove anything. It doesn't have to show anything. The soul's desires feel good and it feels like coming back home. And listen, your soul desire can be buy a bigger car because you love feeling safe and in luxury, mm-hmm. you know, but do I want to buy a bigger car just because my neighbor just got a car or because I want to show my ex that I'm making more money now, or because I want to prove myself that right now I can do it. Or is it because it makes you feel a certain way that is life-giving? Mm-hmm. You can feel the difference. And it yes, it takes time. But when you give yourself that time, you will tune into it so much faster. Mm. And so when it comes to, you know, trying to do this work, this manifesting, this, uh, bringing in more abundance, I'm sure people come to you and they're like this, it's just not working. Like what the fuck is not working? What do you say to them? Then you probably already told us during this, like what you would say to them, but what would you say? <laughs> no, I, I love that, you know, because it's like, it's like, if you would come to me and you're like, I felt today, the gravity, it's not working, <laughs> you know, or I'm in a water and floating the gravity. It's not working. It's always working, but are you aligned with it? Are you noticing it? Are you feeling it? Like, you know, it's like people come to me and they're like, oh, I did affirmations, you know, and it's not working. You know, I'm, I'm writing all these affirmation in my journal and I'm listening to all these meditations. I'm like, okay, how much time did you dedicate it today to abundance? And they're like, well, I did, you know, 30 minutes meditation and I did 10 minutes affirmation. Great. That's 40 minutes. What about the rest of the 16 hours that you're not asleep, right? The sleeping, it resets you. But most of the time, it's like so much more of the negative, so much more of the scarcity. What are you focusing on? You cannot come to me and be in abundance mindset and say it's not working. You will feel different. It doesn't mean that you will be in abundance mindset and $10,000 will land unexpectedly in your, you know, mailbox or in your bank. It can happen, but you're going to feel different. You're going to feel the inner peace. You're going to feel the, it's like this satisfaction, this peace, this life is good feeling. And when you're feeling good, you're not freaking out. Where's my next 10K? You feel so good. So in those moments, when you flip that, just notice it, you know, how much time I'm investing into feeling good and into abundance mindset. And when you have these lack thoughts, I don't have enough time. You know, I didn't do enough things. All of that, it's lack mindset. It's not enoughness. So anytime you are there or I didn't get enough sleep, I didn't have enough space this morning. I didn't have enough breakfast. It's not enoughness. 
not enough parking spots. Like you see like how many examples we can yeah. give of scarcity. Well, when you notice those things, you're like, okay, might be true. Maybe I got only five hours of sleep today, but there is something else. I enjoy my walk to the car. I enjoy my coffee. I enjoy my tea. I enjoy, you know, like, yeah, that might be true for today. And I'm excited to go to bed early. I'm excited to give myself bath today, you know? So it's like, notice it, but don't let yourself spiral. Mm-hmm. And so something I've heard recently, I was listening to a podcast. It's actually of my own business coach. Um, and it was talking about like making different choices and how you can feel into these different feelings like scarcity versus abundance. And she used this analogy. And I always think about my dog. It's like, think about some person or being that you have complete unconditional love for. And it's like this dog, I don't have a, any kind of complicated relationship with him. I'm never in a fight with my dog. So that's always the one I go to, right? Like I love my husband, but sometimes he pisses me off. So it's so uncomplicated to think of love for, for this dog of mine. When I think of those feelings, where does it feel in my body? Okay, great. So she was saying like, use the feeling of that love and then turn that into, okay, love for the choices that you're making love for even the little things that don't seem to go quite right. And feeling those thoughts, like for instance, coffee in the morning, having time to take that coffee. I also feel like into the love I have the dog. It somehow has shifted my ability to make these choices. Like just that little shift where I think of love first, it's very much like a meta meditation, right? Where you like send love out to others. Like I'm thinking of the dog, even in the shitty situations, like, and it's been really helpful for me. Like, do you have any little mindset tricks that you also tell your clients when, I mean, honestly, like we're living in a time when the world is literally on fire in some places. And it's just terrible when you think about globally, how many things are really effed up. Do you have any other little like tricks, like thinking about the thing you really, really love Mm. thinking about what you truly are grateful for? Mm. I love that, you know, and sometimes it's, you know, like thinking and giving yourself evidence. That's like one thing, right? Like giving yourself evidence because when you're in your mind, you're not going to get into it's, it's, it's harder to get into your heart than into the feeling when you see the news, when you have a fight with your husband and all these things. So giving yourself the mind, the evidence, you know, like what is working, you know, like, okay, I just had a fight with my husband, but I'm feeling really healthy or I'm feeling that I really express my truth. You know, Mm -hmm. like we had a really great conversation. So first would be the mindset, right? That would be giving yourself a solid evidence that life, it's not shitty life. Like things will be always happening, but what are you focusing on? Right? So giving yourself the evidence. And when you give yourself evidence, it will make you feel safe. All we want is really to feel safe. When you're upset about something that is happening, it's because you're not feeling safe. When you have a fight with your husband, you're not feeling safe in the relationship or in your self-expression or in your body. When you're looking at the news, I don't even have TV or anything. So if there are news, like my mom has to tell me, it used to be my grandma watching news and always telling me, I was like, honey, what's good? Because if not, she'd be like, oh, did you know this, this, this happened? I'm like, I don't care. You know, first tell me about you. So first giving your mind the evidence and then you can go into your, into your heart. And like you say, you can do the meta meditation when you're sending the love and receiving the love, but going into your body. So shifting something, change something you get to change. If you're feeling shitty, you get to change something, change your clothes, go take a shower, go take a nap, go for a walk, 
I love like I love my dog too so I go and I kiss her belly and I, I kiss her so much that she starts to like lovingly growl you know like <laughs> mom you know it's like so cute so it makes me laugh right or I go and I make myself like cacao heart opener you know like how can I nourish myself how can I change something or how can I nourish myself can I turn off the phone and just go and sit in a shower can I go for me, body of water always make me feel safe. So asking yourself, what do I need right now? And what makes me feel safe? Mm -hmm. Because if you're feeling unsafe, that's when your nervous system, it's like really crazy and wacky, you know? So bring yourself back into the feeling of safety. So when you're feeling safe, when you're feeling in the, in the spaces of love, for me, it's water. So I sit in a shower or in our pool or in an ocean or a lake, like I'm always around the water. So my husband calls me mermolfin, mermaid and dolphin. <laughs> So that's like changing something and getting back to your body. We also have like a mini trampoline. So we do like a jumping on uh -huh. a mini trampoline. What I also do in Qigong, there's just like a jolting, like jolting your body. Think about your dog, right? When something happens, they shake it all off, shake it off, shake it off, dance it off. Um, I put like loud music, um, it's usually okay if my husband doesn't record a podcast, but I put like a loud music and I dance it off and I close my eyes and I scream it out, like scream into your pillow, do some breath work, you know, reconnect with your body to remember what does it feel like to feel alive and to feel safe. That's going to shift your energy. I love so many people that I have talked to on this podcast say exactly those same things, especially the shaking. Maybe it's because it works. Yeah, I know. Right. And, and it does work so well. I love a good rage ritual. Like since 2020, I've done like a bajillion of those, right? Like I think everyone needs to just yell in their backyard at the top of their lungs. So I love this conversation. We have kind of gone everywhere. Do you have any other final thoughts on just like how to, you know, live in this abundance mindset, heal our money mindset before we wrap things up? Mm. The one last thing that it's super, 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 super important and would really help me to shift uh, my money mindset and, and attracting money, you know, in a physical form, not just like feeling good and, mm. uh, you know, abundant nature because like, oh, cool, abundant nature, big bed, big hugs, you know, but I want to have the money in my bank account. What really helped me was realizing how I was treating money because you get to ask yourself the way you're treating your money today, would you like to be treated? Uh, if you would ask, ask me five years ago, it would be like, oh, hell no, hell no. I was ignoring it, avoiding it, never looking at it. I was literally treating it like a booty call. Now I want you, now I don't. Now I want you, now I don't, you know? And it was so confusing for me and for the money. So we created the rituals with my husband that we do weekly. We do money dates. When we have a date with money, we put candles, we put essential oils, we have a couple journals, we have a music, and we write a letter to money. We write our short-term, long-term goals. We write down our desires. If money and time is no issue, what are we doing? And we write it down. So getting into that essence and for money to feel seen and heard, you know, and then we track our investments and income, you know, to look at it. You got to see where you are. You cannot tell me like, I want a 10 or hundred K a month. Well, why? You know, because I've been there when I say like $5,000 a month in my business, it's a dream. Like I didn't even know how is that even possible when I was charging back then I was personal trainer, you know, $35 for a personal training. And then it was up to 85 and then you're limited again. Right. So yeah. you got to get really radically honest with where you are with your money and start treating the money. You want to be treated. Sometimes you don't have a time to have one hour long session for a money date. I text money. 
It's something that I started to do like a last year. I take my phone. Of course, I text myself. Money doesn't have a phone number. It's not that woo <laughs> But I text myself and say, hey, money, thank you so much for your patience this week when I didn't check up on you, when I you know, was so busy in my business that I didn't even like message you. And it's so funny because every time we do money dates, I receive money or unexpected money or payments that were pending come through. I'm like, why? I don't remember. Like sometimes I'm like, I just want to lay down and watch a movie. I don't want to do dates. But when I do, I'm like, oh, that's why we do it. I'm like, Thank you for kicking my ass to my husband, you know, so create the relationship with money that you want to have and that how you want to be treated, you know? Okay. This is the first time I've ever heard anyone say date your money. I've heard don't ignore it. Right. Like I've heard, look at it and whatever. And still it's, this is me, right? Like I, uh, my husband and I have a joint credit card and it goes to his account. So at the end of the month, like he tells me what I owe him and I don't ever see that shit. Like I never even look at it. And like, so you don't want a money. Right. So I'm like, I, I, I didn't even look at it two months ago. I sit down with him and I'm looking through all the things. First of all, I didn't even realize how much I was spending on stupid little things. And it just feels like nothing. Like it feels like nothing going out. So why would it feel like anything coming in? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm starting a date night. I'm starting this with the hubby. He like, we're both business owners as well as like my full-time job. So this is genius. So you got to get life changing. It's life changing. It. You you can um, send me a message and we can also, I can uh, send it to you in an email. We can share it with your listeners. So I have a money course, but one of the modules, the money dates, I uh, made it into the freebie. So I will send you the link so you can start on that because it gives you everything, you know, explaining how to do the money dates. And like I said, you can start super simple. Like when I started, the first thing that I ever did was write a forgiveness letter to money. Mm. Because I was ignoring it. I was abusing it. I was like looking for that quick gratification, but then I didn't care, you know? And how do you also, one thing that I want to share with you, because I was sharing it a couple of days with my client. She was like, oh my God. So how are you feeling when you're paying your bills? Mm. Because the thing is that how you're feeling sending money out is how money will feel coming back to you. So if you have a money like clients, uh, boss, whatever, you know, that gets to be paying you. Imagine if they feel the same way you're feeling when you're paying it out. Uh, You're like, you see? Yeah. So spending and, and investing money, it's so, so, so easy, right? Take a credit card. Let's go to Target. Let's go to Lululemon. Let's go out, lunch with the girlfriends. I deserve it. I'm working my ass off. Yeah, that's easy, right? And then you don't look at the credit card statement. So even easier. But then how do you want to receive more money if money doesn't feel safe with you? Like you say, I want a 10K a month. Maybe I want a 100K a month, right? How are you going to handle it if you cannot handle what you have right now? And you are not handling it because you're not looking at it. And listen, it, it was a slap in my face too, Leslie. So it's not like I'm shaming here anyone. We got to start where we are, but you got to start because if where you are today, it's not where you want to be. You got to change something. If you want more in life, more pleasure, more freedom, more impact. I love making money because then I'm hiring people to help me. I am giving money to other people to live in their gifts. I'm donating money to kids in Bali. I love investing in my growth and in my mentors. I cannot do that if I don't have a relationship with money. I know. It's (laughs) It's like, oh my gosh, 
all the things. Okay. Well, I'm so glad that that was that you added that and this freebie. I cannot wait to give to listeners. How can people work with you? You mentioned this course. What other things do you have going on? So, um, I currently live in Tulum. That's why I'm like here half naked and you have a sweater. Uh, right now we live in Tulum. So we host retreats here in Tulum, which are very, very deeply healing. So that's how to work with me in person online. I have programs to work with me one-on-one and also my online courses about money, about worthiness. And like I said before, I am super devoted, excited, obsessed with human design. So recently I just started to do human design readings because Oh my gosh. Once you tap into your human design, everything just aligns, you know, like my purpose in human design, it's help other people to align. Hence that's the alignment coach with Uh. their purpose through nurturing and sensitivity. Mm. So I started to do like mini readings. I do them now. I don't know for how long. I don't know if I will do it for next month, next year. I don't know. I do just what lights me up really. And those are the things that people can very easily, very, very easily to work with me because my one-on-one VIP programs are a little bit somewhere else. So those are like the, the two best things. Okay. Awesome. Well, I will put links to all of those things in the show notes. Petia, this was amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me from beautiful Tulum while I'm like in 45 degree Texas. (laughs) This is beautiful. Yes. Thank you so much, Leslie. I love your questions. I love your energy and I'm super excited to see how this will impact your listeners. Me too. Thank you so much. Mm. Oh my gosh. Was that not the best conversation? Don't you feel so lit up right now? Oh, I I just, I'm obsessed. If you want to connect with Petia, all of her socials, her website, and the link to her freebie are all in the course notes. I am so just ecstatic that I was able to share that with you. She was able to share her work with us all. And I hope that it is going to help you heal your money mindset. If you want to connect with me on social media, you can find me at Leslie Draffin and at the light within podcast. I am in the midst of getting ready for my three month wild feminine rising group coaching journey. Those doors have closed, but I still have many other offers available to you. If you need some help getting in alignment with your cycle, please reach out to me. It would be my honor to help you along the way. Have yourself a great week. And remember, there's no light without darkness, but there's no darkness without light. I'll see you next time.